Hello, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Bounce podcast, episode uh, number six. Uh, we do apologise for the hiatus last week. Cooper came down with a case of what'd you come down with, Coops? Uh, it was probably COVID. No, I don't think it was. COVID? No, I don't think it was. Uh, but, uh, I don't really know. I just was a feeling, yeah. Yeah, and that that's completely understandable. We we do have empathy on this side of the host position, but we are back for episode six today. We're going to rip into uh, round uh, 17, which we've just seen uh, played last week. We've got round 18 to go through as well as probably just the state of the competition. I think that this is probably one of the most competitive seasons that we've seen in a very long time. I don't think that we've gotten to a season or to this point in the season before where 18th can beat 8th and that is acceptable. But here we are. So, Coops, what do you make of the state of the top eight at the moment? Obviously, your top four are set. Uh, Western yeah. Bulldogs, Melbourne, Geelong uh, and Brisbane. Uh, that's in no particular order. Order, Obviously, yeah. Melbourne are a game on top. Um, Port Adelaide are probably set as well. They're equal with uh, Brisbane. Sydney are two games clear. And then you've got the two Western Australian teams in seventh and eighth with St Kilda out on percentage. GWS half a game behind, and then Essendon and Richmond uh, a game out of the eight. Coops, out of that, who is safe, do you think? Who is... Does the the eight change, do you think? I I I absolutely. I think it changes. Although there is some tough sort of matchups. Like Geelong have got free medals, so they'll then become, I think, a game clear. But, you know, they'll be Brisbane... They might win, but the Saints, like Saints are playing Port, so that's a tough one for the Saints. But they're, as yeah. you said, out by percentage. But then, like GWS, only half a game behind, and their percentage is higher than West Coast and Saints. So if they were to yeah. beat Sydney, uh, for example, Sydney, Sydney's percentage is quite high, so they won't go anywhere. But um, yeah. I think GWS was probably slot. If they were to beat them, they'd slot into seventh. Um, yeah, Richmond aren't a chance. Don't even start. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think the people that are probably set there would be Port. They're, I yep. reckon they're set in the eight. Um, Sydney are a high chance, but I think Fremantle yep. and West Coast will probably get pushed out by Saints and GWS. Well, I hope yep. they get pushed out. Fremantle, I not think... so much, but West Coast, I hope they go. Yeah, I think that, that you're right. Um, I sort of look at the top eight, and I think uh, the, the top four, uh, as we've said a billion times, they're set. They've sort yep. of earned their place. Port Adelaide are the biggest lot of pretenders I think that we've ever seen. Uh, downhill skiers, flat track bullies. You know, every time that they've they've had an audit, they've lost. Yeah. Uh, they haven't. They've only beaten one team inside the uh, eight, which is Sydney. They beat them by ten points. Technically two because when they beat Richmond, Richmond were in the eight as well. Yeah. Um, Sydney are playing some good footy. They obviously beat the Dogs on uh, Sunday, and they're looking all right, but. Yeah, I'm not sure they've got the credentials or the experience to properly challenge for that. Yeah. Fremantle, I, I'm not sure how they're in the eight, to be completely honest. They haven't done anything special, they're... but, but yeah. they've played good footy. And West Coast wheels are falling off at an alarming rate. Uh, so they've got a really, really big match uh, against... Who have they know. got, Coops? The Crows at, yeah. at Adelaide. Which I think they'll lose, to be honest. Yeah, um, no, I they think travel. they'll lose, absolutely. Yeah, they travel like poo, and, and even, they're running out of soldiers. In a couple of rounds, they play uh, my mob, but I, uh, which is at the MCG um, a few years back. They had a good run there, but uh, I don't know. 
yeah, West Coast. I think they. I think West Coast are gone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And but even like you've got to. You've also got to think. Essendon have got a pretty easy run home. Not that there is uh, an easy run home anymore, but yeah. Out of out of who's left and, and in terms of uh, paper matchups, they probably should slot into the eight. To be honest, I think that Richmond are gone there. They're irrelevant. coming off the back of four losses, so in a row. Four losses. Can you believe that? West Coast, and Saints, Suns, and Pies. So, yeah. That's huge. As, there goes a lot of their confidence. Yeah, and they, they've all been... Ooh, yeah, form team of the comp, Cooper. We're not we're not yeah. conceding any any scores, and we're in form. We've beaten Richmond and um, the, the Tigers back-to-back, uh, and then we beat Collingwood as well, and I think that we're, we're a chance against Port, but... I guess back to the original question. Do you think that this is equalisation um, coming into effect? Like, do you think that the rest of the competition is catching up to Richmond? Or do you think that it's just what happens in uh, a season where uh, teams get injured? Like, we can't can't deny the fact that Richmond have been belted by injuries Injury, to good yeah. players. Yeah. Um, you know, they have struggled a lot with that. Yeah. Is it is it a case of, of Richmond are just running out of soldiers and, and they've got nothing left? And, Potentially, and yeah. And pe- pe- like healthier lists are just beating them? Or is it uh, a, a case of the fact that maybe Hawthorne and North are catching up to a Richmond and maybe Richmond actually are the, the 12th best team in the competition? Yeah, I think they've been hit um, with quite a lot of injuries, but I don't know. I I think Norse are starting to find uh, find some form, and I think Hawthorne as well. Um, they're, yep. they're all starting to find some sort of form. So, I don't know. I think Richmond are sort of dropping off, which is good to see. They've had their run of success. <laughs> yeah, um, agreed. I didn't see it coming like this, though, Coops. I no, didn't expect... I thought that Richmond... Going, I thought that they were going to do um, a Brisbane, and I thought that they were going to lose a grand final, yeah. and then they'd make their steady decline down the ladder. But I didn't expect them to be, uh, I mm. guess, more or less at the peak of their powers and completely drop off. Yeah. But I really think that that bottom five of Gold Coast, Collingwood, Adelaide, Hawthorne, and North, they're going to cause some absolute carnage yeah. in the last five weeks. Like They have some absolute potential in... Uh, yeah. um, in their list and, and their form as well. North are in form. They actually haven't, bar a few games, they've been really competitive in, in all of them. Have, Hawthorne, yeah, Hawthorne can, can flick the switch at any time. Obviously, Adelaide yeah. can beat uh, top eight teams if they really want to. Mm. Um, Collingwood, I'm not really sure what's happened to them this year, but they've sort of looked good in most games. They just can't finish off what they've started. And Gold Coast obviously beat the Giants uh, in yeah. enemy territory. So, it's um yeah I think that they're going to cause a lot of a lot of um a lot of carnage and I think that yeah nobody's really safe even even Sydney like and as you were saying before if everything goes right Collingwood can still make the eight and that yeah. would probably be the yeah. most unlikely of stories. Saying off air, uh, uh, I did the ladder predictor and they were if everything goes our way they're they're a chance for the flag I reckon nah flag past twenty two yeah. I reckon twenty twenty two I can't actually I can't actually re- uh sort of get my head around the fact that Port Adelaide are $10 favourites to win you know, the, pet, the, the the flag this year. That is stupid. Yeah, no. Do they not realise that they've only beaten one team inside the top eight and the fact that they don't travel well and St Kilda are about to put them in their place and they're going to be um, <laughs> down with the rest of the pack? Do they not realise that, Cooper? They are must they silly? Have, no, they mustn't realise that. Sp- sports pets robbing people. Um, but yeah, I guess the uh, the next point. How good were Melbourne on uh, the weekend coops? They had a lot of media um, attention throughout the week of how 
they were going to um, not capitulate, but I think that there was the chance that this could be the beginning of the end for their year. Like they'd been coming off a little bit of bad form. Yeah. Um, they dropped a couple of games that they um, shouldn't have. And then they were one game out of fifth. And then they come to Adelaide against all odds yeah. and they belted the bejesus out of them. And mm. now they're a game clear on top of the ladder again. That is insane. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, they started to sort of drop off against the Giants and you didn't see the brand of footy that we've been seeing in, you know, round one to ten. Um, but then I think... So they've been... Their pattern right now, the last five matches, is win-loss, win-loss. So... Um, yeah. Then a win, so which was a belting win, but yeah, I don't know. I think Melbourne are starting to find, you know, the sort of footy that they were playing in in round one to ten. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they're they're a big chance. I think. Yeah, can confirm, and especially um, I think that what is probably more beneficial to uh, the demons is that when they've lost, they've looked absolutely terrible, but they've almost been honourable. Yeah. Like when they lost, when they firstly lost to Adelaide. It was like, oh, they got stitched up by the umpires. They didn't play awfully bad, but they, they also didn't play yeah. um, very well. Yeah. When they lost to the Giants, again, they looked terrible, but you couldn't really, um, I guess you couldn't really pick apart what happened to, to them. Like, it was like GWS just turned up and played a good brand of footy. Yeah. And then, obviously, when the Pies beat them, it was like, oh, well, that's just more circumstance than anything. But I guess the, the point I'm trying to make is when you actually look at how they've lost compared to how the Doggies lost, especially on the weekend, I looked at that match and I just saw big bloody holes in yeah. the Dogs team. That like It was almost like there was a massive hole in the boat and then they've patched that one being their midfield. I think and then they've back realized, this week, isn't he? So yeah, Dunkley, well. Dunkley is back this week. Um, but I think that it's like, oh, okay, well, we've actually got pretty big issues in the forward line and the back line. Um, yeah. The midfield can't do it all. So um, I think that the Ds can take a lot of solace in that because yeah. there's not as many holes that have presented themselves in their losses. Whereas when the Doggies lost, especially on the weekend, it's like they expected Jamara to be the, the be-all and end-all and yeah. he barely touched the thing. Um, he's actually somebody I want to get into um, a little bit. Obviously, he's had a lot of um, press about whether he was ready for AFL and they were calling him the Messiah and whatever when he got drafted. And then Bevo put him back in his place. Do you think that he actually was ready for AFL? Because, I mean, no disrespect for the bloke. I played 88 games at a junior level and I think I started most of them on the bench. So I've got real no ex- no real expertise here, but... Do you think that Bevo chucked him in to show him how unready he was? Or do you think that yeah. Bevo actually properly believed in him and, and decided to give him a chance and he just couldn't keep up? Make a good point there, actually, Dilksy. I think I probably agree with the second one, that he just sort of threw him in there and said, you know, show me you're actually ready. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. a tough one. Because he actually he, yeah, he just looked very lost. And mm. I understand... I understand the whole uh, game speed's completely different. Um, it's like, well, it genuinely is that next level up. And I don't think there are many sports in the world that compare to the speed of um, AFL. But, yeah, he just looked really, really lost. And, and I mean, obviously obviously the Swans have got a pretty hard body defence, um, which is difficult. And obviously with Norton and Bruce trying to figure out who's who at the zoo in that forward line, to add a third... Um, I guess not egotistical, but 
somebody with a presence. To add a third tall forward with a presence, it gets really confusing. Yeah, um, yeah, because he is quite tall, isn't he? But he has got, you know, he can yeah. run, I suppose. And I think that when you're drafted as a, as a key forward, you think that you're the man straight away. So it's it, it was quite interesting to see that sort of dynamic. But yeah. it's a bit disappointing to see him drop. Like, you always hate to see uh, people dropped straight away. Like, it's almost like, oh, well, what was the point of bringing him up if you're not going to give him a full run? But, um, yeah. yeah, it'll be really interesting. I heard that Sydney were actually going to make a play for him um, because they wanted him and Logan McDonald to be like a super dynasty. So that would have been yeah. really interesting. Still could happen. Yeah. Uh, not this year. Like, not, not next year, obviously, but... Yeah, that if that pairing does get together somewhere down the line, that would be very, very interesting um, to watch. What was next on the old agenda there, Cooper? Um, I have got uh, talking about Sydney and St Kilda, and I'll add, might I add the pies? Yeah, very good. Uh, we actually might go on to the pies because we did, we did, um, we did Sydney to death, and and obviously yeah. nobody wants to hear me ramble about the Saints because it's going to be biased and gross and disgusting. Although we are going to win the next seventeen flags. Um, the Pies Coops, they've had a very difficult year. Um, Robert Robert uh, Banger Harvey's come in. Um, a very difficult um, shoes to step into as well. Time, yeah, um, I still don't agree with the, the coaching decisions that they've made. They find themselves four goals down at three-quarter time, Coops. What are you thinking at three-quarter time? I thought that the game was over. Um, but I then also, uh, who was it? Oh, I don't know. But when when maybe it was Josh Thomas who kicked the goal? Um, I don't know. Whenever they started like on the charge out of the centre clearance and they were converting and they were holding marks um, in the 50, yeah, I don't know. I think I always thought this is over, um, you know, three-quarter time. And then, what, they kicked seven of eight or something, didn't they? They kicked like seven yeah. straight or whatever yeah. it was. So. I don't know. I was I was pretty happy actually. Once they, you know, were clearing the ball. no, well, when they were clearing the ball and they're actually holding marks and converting into scores, um, yeah, it was it was good. But then also, you know, when Jamie Elliott had the only two goals at what quarter time or half time yeah. or whatever it was, I'm like, oh yeah, righto. But <laughs> yeah, no. Once that uh, fourth quarter hit, I was I, we were on. And I think you'd probably take a lot of confidence out of last week because. If you had another five minutes, there'd be no doubt yeah, in my mind that, that you, would have beaten, you would have beaten the Saints. They always um, they start off strong and then they leave it too late. Yeah, um, but I think it's nice, especially for for Robert Harvey because he's come yeah. in, um, Good probably one got win. one got got one ripped against him against Fremantle. Like you shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah, you come home like a house on fire against the Saints, and again probably got a little bit unlucky. But then to come and and put that fourth quarter especially together and beat uh, the Tigers at the G, big yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that I think that that's good, and I think that I think you've probably got to stick with him now, especially now that um, Sam Mitchell's out of the coaching race. I think that he knows the players. He can yeah. obviously get the he can get the best out of them. You know, you, you're not going to get We're seven goals. Flag, a, <laughs> you are, but you're not going. You know, you're not going to get seven goals in a row yeah. against the reigning premiers out of a team that doesn't want to play for their coach. So, yeah. I would personally be going for uh, for Banger, but. Um, I'm not making the decisions, so um, that's up to them. But on the uh, on the note of making decisions, Hawthorne, uh, we're just going to take a step back. Hawthorne obviously announced that uh, next year is going to be Alistair Clarkson's uh, last year. Yeah. Coops, do you like the handover process that they've done here? It's really, uh, I guess, 
It's not an example. Would be Worsfold and Rutten esque. They've basically announced that Clarko will be done at this date. Ben Rutten will be ta- uh, like Sam Mitchell will be taking over, and then um, you know it'll be his team from uh, twenty twenty three onwards. Essendon did it once before, very recently, and it did not work. Yeah. Do you think that it's that was due to the firepower or or the list or whatever? I mean, obviously Essendon are playing good this year, but the whole handover period was just a bit mess. Do you think that this will work for the Hawks or do you think it might backfire? Mm, it might backfire, but, you know, Sam Mitchell, he's, he's pretty experienced. Um, met the young chap, actually, but uh, he was... My experience with him was he was a flog, but I don't know. He's <laughs> He's got a good footy, um, you know, a footy career behind him. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's got a lot of experience, but I don't know if he's, you know, just stepping up to coach like that is, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know if it's the it's right bit, decision. It's... It's a bit interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. it's not like it's not like Alistair Clarkson, and I'd I'd really love to know who's driven this decision, whether it was him or whether it was the board, because it's not like Alistair Clarkson's got a list at the moment similar to Collingwood's, where they're expected to be in and around the eight. You yeah. know, we all expected Hawthorne to be a little bit shocking this year, which yeah. they they have been. Um, it's yeah, it's coming a bit of a weird time because I feel like although they're going to get better, I feel like they're just going to hover. And yeah. it's probably not a great time to, you know, you want to, and they'll have signs, but it's like they're probably another five years off actually being anywhere. And um, it's a bit of an awkward time to put in a new coach when they're yeah. not exactly going anywhere. Yeah. You know, then they're not at rock bottom and going straight up, and they're, but they're also not at the top and going straight back down. Like, it's not like Sam Mitchell's trying to save the team. It's almost like he's trying to manage it and yeah. see what he can get out of it. So I yeah. think that's a little bit weird, but. Um, we'll see how it goes. I think that, yeah, I think if they can nail this trade period and, and keep a few and get a few and yeah, you know, be, build on this year especially, yeah. um, they'll be all right, as long as they play every game in Tasmania, of course, because <laughs> um, it's the it only place they can play. This, uh, this time. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, north at Optus, they turned it on on uh, Monday they? Night Coops. It was, it was awkward. I yeah. didn't know what to expect. I didn't expect north to come and do that. No, neither. I well, I sort of expected it with you know. I didn't fully expect it. Um, obviously, with West Coast losing three in a row, um, one being at Optus, two yeah, one being well, now yeah, the third one being at Optus. Um, but yeah, that yeah. middle one they got thumped by the Swans. Um, yep. and I think they lost a bit of confidence there. Um, oh, a bit of confidence. Yeah. Jesus Christ almighty. Yeah, they... Well, one point after the Sirens losing a bit of confidence. Yeah. Bad confidence ripped out of their soul and chucked into the third tier. Like, oh. I yeah. You what, if, you, if you're at Geelong or if you're at any Victorian, uh, any Victorian team, you are going to request to play West Coast at GMHBA for the rest of your life, I think. Because they haven't won there <laughs> since 20... They haven't won there since 06, I think. That's... Um, yeah. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I think I don't know. What what was the score line at like I think it was seventy to eighty, I think. Was yeah, it the was final but, score. I don't know. No, it was pretty close but, right the way through, I suppose. Um, yeah, um old mate West Coast did kick away towards the end. I think they were four goals up at one stage. It was sixty to seventy. Um yeah. and then yeah, North just didn't give up and, and that see that's what fighting. I really like. It's about a shin bonus spirit, mate. That, it is the shin bonus spirit, is it? They actually haven't they haven't given up. Like they've been belted in a couple of games, but you know, they've tried. They've really, really tried and, and even against the Saints, we were up by seven goals or something. Yeah. And they come and kick kick the last 
you know, four on the try, and we only won by 20 points. So, yeah. you know, they're going to go somewhere. I think, um, yeah, I think that they're on the right track. Like, that Jason Horn bloke coming out of the draft is going to be unbelievable. Um, yeah. So if they, if they can get him, develop him right, and keep him locked and loaded for a bit, uh, maybe even if they can try and, and do uh, what Essendon did and, and try and yeah. get a couple of uh, higher draft picks as well, because um, that seemed to work for them. Um, but I think they just need that big ticket item because they've been trying for bloody ever. I tell you what. Get... Um, sorry to cut you off there, Dixie. Keep going. If you no, want. you're right. Oh, it's just like they've tried for ages to get that big fish, and nobody's yeah. gone near north with a ten foot pole. So I think that. Yeah. You know, your Dan Hanabry's from years ago, and and uh, Josh Kelly and Cornelia and whatever. Yeah. It leads them back to places like that. Yeah, well, I'm actually going to take a back step and a half here. Um, I just wanted to go back. The game, the, you know, um, Sydney Stack looked all right for his first game back. You know, in he was Viffle? doing bits. Was he in the Viffle or was he in the Affle? No, he was in the Affle, mate. He was doing He was bits. in the Affle. He was doing bits. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I like it when people return from a long hiatus and, and, and play well. What do you end up with, Cooper? Well, I, not much, but, the, you know, he's <laughs> dis- well, his disposal efficiency looked to me as it would be high 80s. Yeah, thirteen disposals. Yeah, that's not not a bad return, is it? And then um, you know what was his efficiency? That would have been up. That would have been uh, up. Seventy six percent, Cooper. Yeah, uh, high eighties. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. He looked alright. But it, you know, twenty two pressure acts. Like, yeah, he played his role, and I think yeah. that you like that. And if you can add, you know, if you can add two more disposals onto that, kick fifteen and two. Um, you know that that's actually look, 15, fifteen disposals. Two goals, oh. um, yeah. That's a, that's a decent game for a, for yeah. a player like that. Like a small yeah. forward to, to just contribute like that is is all you want. Um, and yeah, he's had he's got a lot of talent. Um, so it's just a shame that he's been led a little bit astray. But um, is what it is. Hopefully What's he's on the straight now. Now I reckon we get into the old the old, the old preview and tips. Yeah. Well, last week I got four out of nine. There was a round of upsets, but I did change I my five. tip at the last minute and tip the pies. So get that up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, last week was a schmozzle. All right, well, first game, Optus Stadium, Frio and Geelong. Um, I'll just quickly read you my famous ins and outs um, with Coover. Uh, so we've got in for the Dockers, Ethan Hughes. Uh, in for the Cats, we've got Salwood and Dalhouse, which is a couple of big ins. Um, Brandon Walker and Connor Blakely out for, the, uh, for Frio. Uh, Brandon Walker managed, by the way. Um, I don't know who Brandon Walker is. No. Why are we managing him? I don't know. Uh, out for the out for Geelong is Gary Rowan, Lockie Henderson, and Max Holmes. Oh, that really confuses me, Cooper. You manage somebody like Lockie Henderson, you don't you don't manage Brandon Walker. That's really confusing. Um, Max Holmes stiff as well. You don't have to be dead to be stiff because he played quite a good game against the old Blue Baggers. Well, um, I'm so unlucky. <laughs> unlucky pal. I'm going. I'm going Geelong here. Yep, good call. Good call. Um, this is the game of the round, I think. Friday, July 16, uh, the MCG, uh, Richmond and the Lions. Um, yeah. I am going to back the Lions. Uh, I think uh, Richmond aren't a chance. No, I, I agree with you, Coops. I think that Richmond's. I think Richmond are going to turn into that journeyman for the rest of the year. They're going to compete for three quarters and then lose their way a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they I did mean, lose their way, didn't they? Um, so I think that that's going to be somewhat typical again. I think that yeah. the Lions are going to be they're going to um, they're going to bounce back, but their forward line structure is going to be very interesting against 
uh, Richmond's defensive structure because Eric Hipwood did go down with the ACL, which um, sucks. But Definitely, isn't could, he? Like, you could for the season, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the next two seasons, to be honest. That's a 12-monther. And, uh, yeah, 12 to 18, like said. Yeah, take him to the next, like, yeah, this time next year. Yeah. Um, but, but against the Saints, and I'm not, not saying that our defensive structure was amazing because it never really is, but um, they didn't really know where to kick. Joe Danaher didn't step up when he needed to. Yeah. And Daniel McStay was third banana, got promoted to second banana, and couldn't do much with it either. So it's going to be really interesting, especially with Richmond's tall defenders, how they go with that because... Um, poor Joe Danaher is going to be in for a world of trouble, and I don't think Daniel McStay's at that point yet, mm. where he can he can take over a game and kick six. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll be interesting, but I think that um, with their small forwards, I think Charlie Cameron will probably break the leash again, and and they'll kick yeah. away. Um, On to the Saturday games, Coops. We've got four. We're back to four. Yes. Uh, we've got the the Sydney Derby in Ballarat. Whoopie do. Oh, I um, think uh, I'm going Sydney here. Are you? Yeah, my eyes. I, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than we it's, thought. It's going to be a lot closer, yeah. Because the Giants have been playing at Ballarat. Yeah, um, and the, so Giants, actually... the Giants want to win. They need, Do they? they need, well, they yeah. need to win this one um, to, yeah. pop, to just sneak them in the aim. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Any I think that'll Mary, be a really good game. Or a win. Um, that, uh, you've Russell Coyd to that, but I love it. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, Gold Coast and Doggies at Metricon. I think Doggies will sump them. No, not yes. Them, but... So do I. Um, I think that the Dogs need to bounce back. I think we'll see where they're at as well. To be honest, um, yeah. Copped a loss they probably shouldn't have taken. Sydney are in somewhat of a similar position to Gold Coast uh, in terms of hungry young want to win. Um, yeah. and, and the Suns are coming off a good win on the road as well. So. Um, yeah, I think they'll be all right, but I think the dogs will get it done. Um, Dunkley back in is huge, yeah, uh, and we'll finally see that man's importance into that squad. Yeah, uh, Twilight game now. Or oh, what are you going to say, Cuba? No, 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 nothing. nothing. You were going to move. He was going to move on. Um, yeah, so we've got four thirty-five at the the GMC, the ground of crickets in Melbourne. Um, Melbourne and Hawthorne. Um, really rival history, I think, in this one. Two rather old clubs. The D's will get it done um, yeah. in a pretty boring game, I would imagine. Cause I would think so, yeah. I think, uh, are boring and... I think old mate's heading down there too, actually. Cam Moron? Yeah, I think he's heading down yeah. there. Cam, mm. can you pick, Cam, can you pick me up from um, Keylor Park at half-time, please? Because I'll finish at five. Um, oh, no. No, scratch that. Don't worry. And then drop in the wanna... Marvel. Oh, yeah, drop in the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Now, see, I actually think it will be, but we are going to win on Saturday night. Groups. You might think I'm an idiot, but Port Adelaide don't travel well. They're downhill skiers, and we're in form. Yep. No. Excuse I me, agree. sir. Put put us in the eight at least until till Sunday. Put us in the eight. Thank you very much. Um, Port Adelaide are just. I don't have enough words to describe how much I don't like them. So, um, and it's not not against them. I just they're just. They're just flat-track bullies, aren't they? Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, um, I feel bad for them a little bit because I do like the power. One of my best mates goes for them. Shout-out to, to the wall. But, um, yeah, that's going to be a bloodbath. Dougal Howard's going to put on a clinic. Um, <laughs> and we're going to move on to the Sunday games. Uh, North Melbourne and Essendon at Marvel again. Um, back-to-back games at Marvel. 
Yeah. And I think that the um the the bombers will get up. I think their their speed is just going to expose yeah. um North a little bit. They'll be competitive. They always are. Actually, but let's I think... just take a back step, Dilksy. Oh, I forgot to say, I tip Port uh, for Saturday night. Oh, do you? Yeah. You're an idiot. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm going to change that, uh... actually. And if it goes well, <laughs> oh, I'll thank you forever. Oh, aren't you nice? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Essendon, again, they're just, their overlap has been really, really good this year. Um, and I think that trying to beat, you know, trying to defend Essendon on the counter is really difficult because Nick Hind, oh, Biggest, most regrettable trade of my life, I think. Um, and I didn't think I, I thought I thought that Jack Stephen was the biggest, most regrettable trade of my life. Nick Hind has taken that mantle. He's just a, he's a, he's a star, like, isn't he? He's gone. He, no, right. Nobody can play that position as well as him in the competition. I think. Yeah. He's just he's able to run from fifty to fifty, and just and he can score as well. Yeah. And he's just a very good player. So I think that um, yeah, coming off halfback, Essen will be very hard to stop. Um, and then we're going to catch the um, number platform number ten train uh, from Southern Cross um, to Richmond Station. We're going to get off. And we're going to walk about 150 metres down the down the strip, and we're going to watch Collingwood put on a clinic at the G against the Blues. Wouldn't you agree, Cooper? Absolutely. I went to the game in round two, and um, boy, I was happy. We won our first winning <laughs> game, I believe. Um, yep. So yeah, we got. Beaten in round uh, round one, but no, I went to that game. It was a good game. Um, Carlton did put up a bit of fight, but um, you know we got the job done. Um, yeah. By twenty odd, I think it was. Yeah, so, uh, and both both teams still a mathematical chance for the finals. Coach. Yeah, yeah. If you um, if you played out right, they are absolutely. <laughs> um, but I'm tipping the pies of this one. Yeah, I think I actually might as well. Like I really love the Blues. I got a real uh, big soft spot for them, but. Yeah. And I feel like this is a this is a bit of a crossroad game, not mm. just for this year, but probably for setting the tone for next year. Like you can just about put a line through this year for them. But I yeah. think that if they want to actually prove to themselves that they can win next year yeah. and actually get to the promised land of finals next year, they've got to beat Collingwood yeah. uh, on Sunday. Just for a bit of confidence. Like, you know, I think that if they can finish off the year strong, um, I'm not sure what the rest of their fixture looks like, but if they can finish off the year game, strong... Um, well, you should, Cooper. Oh, you're working. Yeah. Oh, stitch up. But yeah, I think um, I think the Pies will get it done uh, in a little bit of an upset. But I think that if the Blues are going to prove that they're anything, um, they probably should win. Yeah. Um, well, the MCG is actually an exposure side, so I don't know if I want to go. Uh, moving on to the game of the round is Adelaide versus West Coast. Um, yeah. Nah, jokes. Uh, it's not a bad game, though, Coops, to be honest. I'm going to say the. Yeah, so do I. I think we're going to actually see the full capitulation of the West Coast this weekend. Yeah, shit. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind that the wheels are actually going to fall off uh, the West Coast bus, and I don't actually think they're going to turn up again. Um, five <laughs> losses in a row would probably rule them out of finals, you'd think, um, regardless, think so, yeah. of their, regardless of their position on the ladder. Yeah. Um, you know, say, say Port Adelaide get up, and, and say the eight stays exactly the same, and, and they actually lose. There's no chance that they make finals after that. Not with, not with St Kilda to come, um, as well as Collingwood. <laughs> um, who else? We got Melbourne, um, Fremantle. That's a huge game. And then the Lions to finish. That is a huge yeah. final I five. Yeah, they'd be derailed. I reckon. Yeah. Um, derailed actually, by the D's. They could. They could be derailed in round twenty-one. Um, but yeah, I think. They're gonna think be derailed that, in round eighteen, mate. 
Yeah, well, we've, we've shown that... Well, they, we haven't shown anything, but they've shown that Optus isn't really a fortress anymore. Mm. Um, you can you can be beaten there. Uh, what's that? Three out, of the, three out of the last four losses have been at the Craypot, so um, yeah. that's not a fortress. And uh, bare bones, they're just a little bit of an average football team. So, um, yeah, I think they're in a bit of trouble. And uh, Matty Nix will get to celebrate again because we like seeing that. Yeah, I, um, I think you're right. I agree with everything you said there. Oh, thanks, Cooper. Have you got anything to add to any of those games? Uh, not really. Um, no. Oh, nah, not really. <laughs> anything else to add to the podcast, Cooper? Oh, I don't know. Collingwood might make the eight. I don't know. Collingwood might make the eight. Actually, we were going to talk about it. Um, my, no. What's your favourite fixture in the round? Mine is Sunday 3.20. I think that's the best game of the round every week. I think that oh, it's a nice, nice way to ease into the end of the weekend. It's usually a decent game. What, what a time to be alive when the three twenty. You get the VFL beforehand. Oh, oh. couldn't think of anything what? worse. Oh. what's your favourite game of the round, Cooper? Friday night. I've said this multiple times. You get home from work, you have a sit down, you watch the footy. I'd rather Crap. start at seven twenty instead of seven fifty. But I think Friday night is uh, is the crown, is the winner. Yeah, all right. I like the way you've put that because I'm just imagining driving out at Rebel at um, at five thirty-five, pulling into the closest KFC, getting a zinger box upsized with a Mountain Dew because water is for idiots, and then um, going and parking on the couch. Uh, yeah, at Cameron, uh, and then parking on the couch. So yeah, Coops. You win this week, I think, um, and I think that's probably a good way to uh, to end it. So, um, yeah, moral of the story, Friday night games are the best games of the round, um, confirmed. Um, West Coast wheels are falling off, and the Saints are going to win the next 17 premierships with Collingwood to make the eight this year. So thank you, everybody, for watching. We hope you've enjoyed. Um, this is episode six. Thanks, we course. do apologise for uh, last week's blunder. Uh, but, look, that's fine. That's what you're going to get with behind the bounce, just some... Um, intermittently bad podcasting, but um, we're not we're not Hamish and Andy, are we? But um, look, we'll be back next week, next Wednesday, same time, same channel. Um, so same place. same place. Yeah, I'll be on the bed. Um, <laughs> oh, where, yeah. where no magic ever happens. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Go pies. Um, go pies.